Welcome to another episode of That's a Wrap Podcast. This is your Sunday edition and I am your co-host Jay Rosales. This is a podcast that's by Raptors fans for Raptors fans and we are excited that you could join us on this beautiful Sunday. Uh, speaking of beautiful, who are my beautiful co-hosts today? <laughs> Dre, what's up? Oh, well... <laughs> I thought you were going to go with Jay because, uh, yeah, uh, you said speaking of beautiful, so I'm, I'm quite the antithesis of that. Um, but speaking of ugly, yeah, I mean, I we're don't getting towards the that. end of the season, and that means tons of beef, tons of beef. It's like a deli store in the NBA right now. I'm excited. Um, Jay, how are you doing? I'm Both good, Jays. man. Yeah, like like Jay said, uh, this or well, this is Jason. Uh, then this podcast, the Sunday edition podcast, that's a wrap. You can find us on that's a wrap pod on Twitter. Follow us there and find this podcast uh, on all your podcatchers. Uh, looking up Raptors HQ. But for this Sunday edition, yes, there is a lot of beef going on. Yes, there's a lot of NBA news. Uh, normally, we talk about the Toronto Raptors, of course, on our Wednesday or Thursday editions. But for the Sunday edition, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what's going on in the NBA. And I know that you've seen what's going on around the news, and not only just around the NBA, but just news in general and what's going on with people around the world. And it's it's quite serious. So I thought it would be you know something to talk about. Maybe you know, if you if you guys want to chime in as well, because obviously we don't know exactly uh, everything, all the details. But from what we hear and what we see in, in social media and and all of that, like you know, there's the information is very skewed. But maybe it'd be nice to talk to you guys about it. So, if you guys haven't known already, there's a, has been a almost. Um, quite a scare around the world right now people are a little scared of going out um and meeting people speaking to people especially when people are sick because of what's going on with the coronavirus i.e the COVID 19 and the reason why i bring this up is that because it is affecting the nba uh as a whole um recently the nba has given out statements to its players and its teams and its uh, employees telling them to uh, avoid high-fiving fans um even to a point where they want to them to avoid you know signing memorabilia or taking or you know giving signatures uh, avoiding pens and and all that but almost like interactions um in in a whole so CJ McCollum also tweeted out that he's not signing autographs anymore because of the coronavirus. It's it's officially hit Oregon. And this is um it's it's kind of scary because uh if not only NBA, if you look around the league uh or, or uh, other sports events like there has been two college games that have been canceled because of the coronavirus scare. Um they're even going to uh, going as big as saying the J- Japan Summer Olympics this year might be canceled because of the coronavirus. Whoa. So I, I just want, I know, and, and that that's so scary to think about. And I, I wanted to get your guys' opinion. Uh, again, it's it's not something that we we know. We we're not scientists, and uh, I I just wanted to know what your guys' thoughts are. Really. Well, I think the league's doing the proper things right now. Um, we're at a we're at a point where, in some parts of the world, it's getting a little frightening. Uh, the latest country to kind of be in this scenario, uh, as far as I know, is Italy, um, Iran, uh, South Korea. There's a lot of um, a lot of not so good places, but of course, everywhere on Earth is getting affected to some degree. So, um, you know, Ontario's had a couple of, of cases reported. Um, 
all parts of the states, including, of course, Oregon. That's why C.J. McCollum brought that up. And we're at a point where I think the proper course of action was taken where we're not quite in complete and utter crisis mode, and I hope we don't have to get there, but we're in you-have-to-be-smart mode, and that includes, yeah, signatures and stuff are, are great, but we're at a point where you kind of have to be smarter with how you deal with this kind of stuff. So the fist bump as opposed to handshaking, the washing of hands, which, dare I ask why people weren't washing their hands, going to the bathroom and stuff anyway, but I digress. <laughs> yeah, agreed, and, agreed. Um, yeah, it's all about taking precautions to at least enjoy stuff still, keep the industry going, because, you know, if the NBA went into a complete standstill, that would be very bad for the organization. Um, right. But, you know, still being wise about, okay, we have to... We, we can't just be passing this stuff around, because this, this could be very bad. This is arguably worse than Mad Cow. This is arguably worse than SARS. Because a lot of that stuff was very upfront. This is this is hidden, where it's like, oh, geez, okay. Sometimes you don't know what's carrying around because you don't know you have it yourself. So it's scary, but of course action has to be taken. And I think for now, unless it has to be escalated, the proper action has been taken, where it's like not too yeah. much, but it's smart. I think it's another sign, yeah. too, about how like the, the, the league just continues to be you know, up to date on what's happening around the world and making sure that the right, um, you know, as you mentioned, the right precautions are in place. Um, they're they're not falling behind on the times. They're they're being proactive on this and they're saying, you know what, let's let's kind of nip this in the bud before it becomes an issue. Um, and and I like the forward thinking here. I mean, it's it's not too much to ask. I think that it's it's um, and that, that there will be a little bit of a. Uh, a learning curve there. I mean, I think there were videos already of, uh, I believe it was Pascal signing autographs after the game yesterday. So, you know, that that's more of a, a trained behavior that the guys kind of kind of have to get used to. Um, you know, when I used to work at the, 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 the Hockey Hall of Fame um, for a couple of years uh, while I was at university. And one thing that I noticed was that, you know, if there was ever any alumni coming by, there would be these autograph hounds. And they'd camp out, you know, outside the, the hall where they knew that these guys would be entering from. And they would wait there for like hours just mm-hmm. wanting an autograph. And I imagine that's what's also happening outside of NBA arenas all throughout the, the all throughout North America. And so I guess the trickle down effect is, well, these people who make a living off of this are, are going to be uh, at least stymied for now while while the NBA kind of goes through this. But I think that this is the, the, the right move by the NBA. I think that. Um, you know, what this will do is it'll also set an example for other uh, sports organizations to, to think about doing something similar. I mean, we're, we're, I'm not talking about like uh, other professional leagues also doing the same, but I'm thinking along the lines of even just your local rec league and how are you, how should you be interacting with other players? And Yeah, because they encourage yeah. handshakes at the end of the game. Yeah, so. yeah you're right. I mean, we're, we're about to see... If this uh, trickles down to the NCAA, March Madness is upon us, and right. at the end of all of these games, they all yeah. line up and they 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 high five and whatever. I'm hoping that it trickles yeah. down to the NCAA. Yeah, and, and speaking of which, it's like basketball for us. I think there are a plethora of reasons why we love basketball, right? But uh, I, to me, uh, one of the reasons why is because it, there's so. Um, 
close to the action. You're like you you kind of feel a connection with these guys because they're so close to the floor, and you, you it's kind of like uh, you can you if you're if you're sitting courtside, you can basically touch these guys, right? Um, but for any other sport, let's say hockey or soccer or or uh, you know rugby or something there's they're very far away and there's a giant field but if i'm thinking about like i'm pretty sure in in italy i i believe i could be wrong they're having uh games where there aren't going to be any fans they will have scheduled games but no fans are involved and could you imagine wow. if you come to an arena and they're playing a basketball game but there are no fans like this is why these are these these things are are scary and, and of course like I'm I'm talking about as a fan. I'm, I'm being very ignorant as opposed to saying like this is scary in a way of like people are, are are sick, right? And and I really hope that they we find something that is curable. As an NBA fan, as as something that we love watching and and taking part of, it's it's also kind of scary because this. It, it takes away people's jobs and it, it takes away people's uh, ability to interact and and so so yeah I, I, it, it, this is gonna be a, a, a very I guess trying times uh, it kind of scary times uh, where where I do think that the the league has done the precautionary thing they telling their players not to uh, quote unquote interact with fans but like you're right Jay it's it's gonna be hard for these players to like not do that unless unless they are they're told by their own security guards every single time right so so yeah I'm not I'm not trying to say that this is that in itself is the worst thing about it because of course it's not um but it, it is kind of a, a scary thing that we should uh I, I guess you know keep in mind you know and and also we've gotten used to seeing this year more than any other year um players exchanging jerseys oh and yeah. uh you know star players giving their shoes out to fans i you know we're probably not going to see that for the rest of the season um it was it was kind of a cool thing to see but I think again, this is this is the NBA kind of realizing that this is a very serious issue, and and they're they're not taking it lightly. And um, you know, like I said, we're, we're probably not going to see any of those types of um, wild, really cool gestures to see. I, I think someone who's kind of ahead of this was uh, wasn't it uh, was it Kuzma and Zion that were gonna exchange jerseys and then Zion just walked away. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, they were just supposed to give up your something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was McGee. I think McGee would... Oh, it was JaVale McGee, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and then Zion just walks away. <laughs> like, dude, that's not how it's supposed to work. But that, in yeah, hindsight, yeah. it's like, actually, maybe he knew something. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But yeah, I mean, like, to, cl- to close the statement off, I mean, honestly, it's there's has been a lot of things that, you know, outside of the, the sports-related thing is, you know, just, just be just be careful you know wash your hands and be smart uh use hand sanitizer just let the professionals deal with with this while also not having you know don't don't point any fingers don't don't say oh you're you know you're the reason or anything don't don't make this a whole racial thing or something like that just be good people you know yeah this is a something that we should all come together for just be good people If you want to make it a racial thing, talk about Spike Lee and James Dolan, and then, then that's where you should target all your anger. <laughs> Good which, speaking of Good which, Lord. yeah, 
Let's let's target that anger because let me tell you, I've never been happier as a basketball fan. The Knicks are so bad as a team and so crap as an organization. Even Spike Lee hates them. This is a great time, a great yeah. time to be a basketball fan that hates the Knicks. Oh yeah, my God, Spike Spike Lee is what arguably the most famous Nick fan, right? Like the only one uh, left okay. where he was. So I believe this happened on Monday, um, last Monday, and this was Leon Rose's first win, first game, and first win as like the president, I think, um, or or GM. I, I don't remember, but anyways, whatever is the role that they RG- wanted Masai to do, <laughs> exactly, just <laughs> basically Dolan's uh, assistant. But basically, R.J. Barrett had a good game, and everyone was happy, blah blah blah. blah. And then two hours later, you hear this whole. Uh, Spike Lee thing and and I I saw it trending on Twitter I saw Spike Lee trending on Twitter I was like oh is he making another Black Klansman this is gonna be great (laughs) but no it's it's all about what happened when uh, he wasn't allowed to enter into the employee interest or something we're talking about Spike Lee okay this is a uh, Oscar winning and I can't I don't I don't have to say this Uh, Dre knows all about this right now but he is the most famous known Nick fan uh, alive now and he can if this is all about a wrong entrance of that he's not allowed to go in a wrong entrance that's some bs he's he can go wherever the hell he wants this is like saying like nav batia you have to go through you can go nav can go anywhere the hell he wants in toronto let alone scotia bank arena so this but this like, statement like it, it I, gets worse than this uh, yeah okay go ahead Drake. it gets worse than this because he's been using that entrance for the upwards of like what 28 years it's just something that they've decided to change now and i don't know who's in the right if it's spike lee saying you know he barely talked to me or if it's dolan who said spike lee agreed and then he just reneged on his agreement but at that point it doesn't matter because it's not even just the fact that he's an important knicks fan which let's be honest you need a shining beacon in that shit fest of an organization i might add (laughs) But what he has done for the city of New York, period, shooting films there, the the lectures he gives about New York, about film, he is so important to the New York film scene and just to the New York scene, period, telling its story, telling its its culture, always creating this, this booming economy in New York because of who he hires there, how he works there. You know what he does for the Knicks organization. He is important all around, and it's great that you bring up Nav Badia because Nav Badia, as much as we love the guy, has only kind of done something for the Raptors. Okay, he's done a lot for the Raptors, but like over the years, he's done a lot for the Raptors for us, the fans. We go talk to him. He's a nice guy. Uh, he's always a, a great positive role model. He's at every game. Uh, he, through his support and his love, he's he's a, he's great. But he's, you know, by by day, he's car sales, right? So Spike Lee is an even more well known person who was well known outside of the NBA, but especially right now when the Knicks have been going through so much recent years, the Bargnani years. We understand those very well. Uh, the years before, but the worst part is. All of this is underneath this umbrella called Dolan. And that's why this especially sucks because it is once again this shit for brains owner that is so 
power hungry that in this case, when the Raptors gave Badia a ring, they said, you know what? I don't really feel you, Spike Lee, who's given us $10 million in ticket sales. You, Spike Lee, who's been the only constant celebrity to come to these games and represent us positively. You, Spike Lee, one of the most innovative New Yorkans of our time, should be allowed to use this entrance you've used for 28 years. I don't get it, but use this other VIP entrance. I'm with Spike Lee. Get the hell out of here, <laughs> Dolan. Once again, you are an ignoramus. Can I just uh, read off a little bit of the statement? I won't say the whole thing, but what kills me is, so it, it says that it's disappointing that Spike would create this false controversy to perpetuate drama. He is welcome to come to the garden anytime via the VIP or general entrance, just not through our employee entrance, which is what he and Jim agreed to last night when they shook hands. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, <laughs> so, hey. So, Jim, like, Jim is in the <laughs> statement from the New York Knicks. And also, when they talk about they, when they shook hands, you can see, like, this really grainy... Uh, photo of him and dolan um shaking hands so i wrote i don't know if you've watched the one where um spike lee is on first take and he's basically saying yeah, yeah. yeah dolan wanted to talk to me uh i don't know about what and it was like uh because i don't want you to go through that entrance and then spike was like when did you tell me dolan said now you know like this is, <laughs> this is some <laughs> wait, bullshit. wait before before i get jay's take i have to reiterate one last thing just because i hate dolan so much he shook Spike Lee's hand in a time the league set to stop shaking hands because of the virus, I might add. That just shows how stupid Dolan is. But let's continue. No, I, oh I, you, guys had, you guys had all the right notes with this. Uh, I was really thoroughly looking forward to Dre's rant on this. So, oh, I've, I've got nothing else to add, to be honest. You guys had all the, the, the important points here. I just think that, uh, you know, as we were saying in, in the previous segment about how it's going to be weird to not see, um, you know, maybe players exchanging jerseys or having sharing a nice moment and signing autographs and whatnot. You, you kind of understand why um, this is going to be weird. Not seeing Spike Lee at Knicks games. So that means um, nobody's yes. going to be there because he was the only filled seat. <laughs> it's true. Like we're, oh, we're at God. the point where this might be mimicking the the movie Eddie, where the, to to get people to come, they're going to have to bring in a fan to, to to coach the team. I don't know what what, what they need because <laughs> this team is just not uh, you know doing the right thing. So that's <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Is that a pun intended? It's- Absolutely. This statement, quote unquote, has to have been one of like the PR guys writing this. I don't know whatever that uh, James Dolan was saying, and James was probably like hovering over this. Like, which is what he and Jim agreed to. That's definitely when he said, which is what me and Spike said or agreed to. And then the PR person was like, "Oh, I should probably change the I to Jim." <laughs> Wouldn't even use Mr. Dolan or anything like that. It's the most oh god, the, the, the most unprofessional type of statement from a multi-million dollar franchise ever. It's hey, hey guys, hey guys, remember that time last month when the Messiah was supposed to go to the Knicks? Remember that time? Do you remember? Do you oh, remember? Yeah, that's a point I wanted to bring up. As if the, anyone would want to come to this hellhole of an organization after this has happened if this is how they treat spike lee who's funneled all of this money to it just imagine the kind of crap he would pull with with the gm aside like look at the way that they, that they deal with like the organizations below 
Dolan to begin with. Nobody wants to be there. That's why they want Masai, because everybody who's there right now doesn't want to be there. Oof, man. It is, it is uh, such a joke. It is such a joke. Um, but uh, I, I guess keeping the, the, the jokes going, um, I think Harden said kind of a funny joke. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, thought, I, I thought it was a joke. I don't know about you guys, but... Oh, I don't yeah. know. He, he's not a pretty serious. Yeah. So... Yeah, what, uh, what, what, James, what, yeah, tell us what did he say? What did he say? So James Harden was on uh, Rachel Nichols' show, uh, uh, The Jump, and he was basically saying, well, I, I'm going to preface what the, the main thing he said, okay? Well, the one that was retweeted the most was, I wish I was seven feet and dunking all the time. That takes no skill. Oh, come on. But, uh, like, first off, we have to reiterate that this is in reference to Giannis Antetokounmpo, who infamously yes. was joking when doing the All-Star draft, saying, I want a passer, so I'm not going to pick James Harden. So, well, that's a little bit of an erroneous thing to say. I get why he said it, mostly in jest as a joke. You could tell he was kind of kidding. Harden took it a little bit sensitively, which is fine. I, I get that. The guy works his butt off. But to insist, I, I get what he's saying in the overall grand scheme of things. There are players who are bought because they're tall and they don't show up. I'm talking about a Sean Bradley. But when you're somebody like a Shaquille O'Neal or a Yao Ming who's purchased or signed because of your height and then you show up and you expand on your game and you figure out how to use your body to dominate, that's something else. But then you have somebody like a Giannis Antetokounmpo who does that and I would argue is a skilled player at his size, at his height. Like, I think it goes without question. This guy's an MVP. He's borderline going to be MVP back-to-back. His team's mm-hmm. first. He could be a champion this year. And most of it's resting on his big-ass Greek-Nigerian shoulders and his built physique. Like, this guy is Hercules. And I think it's insane to insist that that's only because of his size. If that was yeah. the case, why aren't his brothers dominating on their teams as well? Like, this guy, Giannis Antetokounmpo, has been argued to be the next face of the league, like the LeBron of the of the 2010s, or of the 2020s. If it's not Luka, if it's not Trey Young, it's going to be Giannis. So, I'm sorry, James Harden, you're talking out of your ass with this one. I'm sorry. Like, I don't <laughs> see it. Yeah, man. Like, that was pretty crazy. I mean, yeah, thanks for clarifying, because I just read that and was like, what are you talking about, James Harden? But yes, it's because of what Giannis said. And even after that All-Star, refer- referring back to the All-Star game, after the during the post-game, uh, Giannis was, like, telling the reporters, we were just trying to give the ball to whoever was being guarded by James Harden. And, you know, by say that it was... Siakam, who was being guarded by James Harden the entire time. But regardless, like, that's another dig. And I feel like Harden has been taking it on and on. And it's it's hard to uh, criticize a a giant who can shoot three now, can body you, can, you know, take strides, one or two dribbles from full court and dunk it. Like, I don't think that doesn't take very much skill. I think that takes a lot of skill. Um but mm-hmm. at the same time, Harden, like you, kind of have to talk with your game. I, like, I, I don't know. I, I like this. Uh, I like this beef that's going on. I'm not gonna take sides because I mean, Giannis is in our team 
yet, yet. Uh, and Harden <laughs> yet, and Harden is in the is in a, with the Rockets, and they're actually doing very very well with the Rockets. So it's just like this good beef, man. There's there's a lot of like camaraderie and brotherhood that's going on in the NBA, which is fine, which is great. But sometimes you kind of just need that little edge, that little sword, like double edged sword that's going on. You know what I mean? And I think there's I like some more fight. more to this. There's more to this that's adding to this beef. Okay, you guys already mentioned the All Star snub and all the things surrounding the All-Star. Uh, let's also add the fact that, um, you know, Giannis kind of, uh, at, at least probably in Harden's eyes, stole the MVP from him last year. Harden mm, had an outstanding point. year last year. And he's probably going to take the MVP again this year, uh, where Harden, again, probably feels like he deserves it. And the last thing, if, if I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of nitpicking here, but... Do you guys remember when the Bucks faced the Rockets last year and Giannis threw the ball right off of Harden's face? Yeah, do I? That was <laughs> That's also true. That I mean, I know it wasn't intentional, but that was probably one of my favorite get, uh, gifs from last year. It doesn't year. help. Yeah, it doesn't help. Uh, so all I got to say <laughs> right is right off that, the face. Right off the face. And we don't have Could to have wait been the long beard. Because uh, in 3 weeks, March 25th, it's the Bucks against the Rockets. So that should be a whole mm, lot of fun. It's popcorn ready. Who's going to be ejected first? Uh, Mike D'Antoni. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough, maybe. <laughs> Almost not even Giannis or James. It's Mike D'Antoni. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part of the NBA, man. Oh, shoot. All right. Well, uh, I'm glad we got a chance to talk about all this. Is there anything else or any other NBA news that we didn't cover, guys? Um, the Cavs still suck. Uh, I, I think I don't know. I, I, think I don't think good. that's do news, think, though. You know, in the last five minutes, you that's managed true. to slander Sean Bradley and the Cavs. Uh, you, you are on point today, Dre. <laughs> While ranting about today, Dre. the Knicks, so I, I think like oh, that was totally you know, I had a primary dude. target, but I had a primary target, but uh, yeah, uh, the, the shrapnel did did hit some bystanders. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh but that's how I roll well, sometimes, especially it, on these Sunday pods. <laughs> I love these Sunday pods. All right, well, if there's anything, I'm sure there will there will be uh, throughout this week and, and the rest of the season. But until then, uh, Dre, where can we find you, brother? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Andreas Babs. I promise I'm much more optimistic and, and wholesome on my film website, Films Fatale, F-I-L-M-S-F-A-T-A-L-E.com, unless I am skewering a film, uh, which... To the best of my knowledge, I don't have any negative reviews currently. So, yeah, wholesomeness uh, for the time being. Jay, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me on uh, on Twitter uh, at Rosalosaurus. You can find uh, this podcast, which you're listening to right now, on Raptors HQ, as well as my weekly column called The Wrap-Up, which should be up on Monday, previewing the games of the week. And we've got a tough week ahead. Um, but that's where you can find me, and uh, glad you could join us today. Jason. Yes, sir. And you can find all of us, uh, all three of us, on That's a Rep Pod uh, on Twitter. You can find, you can email us at That's Rep Podcast on gmail.com. And you can find our podcast on all your podcatchers, such as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify. Uh, Just search up Raptors HQ because that is our home base. And also, I wanted to ask you guys, I want to ask the fans, what do you guys think of us doing uh, the hot mic? Uh, for for the Raptors. If you guys don't know what Hot Mike is, search them up. Um, it's pretty cool. You get to basically watch the games with our commentary.
military if that's something that you guys would be interested in let us know uh we haven't thought about it too much yet uh, but, but it might be in the future i just want to know your thoughts but until next time boys and girls that's a wrap i can't wait until draymond's new shoe deal i hope his sales are better than his triple single <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the price he's of the averaging show.